Father, we come to you today in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. He is the centerpiece of the good old story. We love to tell the story of Jesus and his love. This year, as we live in this world, we pray that we might be gospel heralds to tell of the love of Jesus. We thank you that you have this desire and this calling upon all of our lives to be witnesses for you. And now we ask even in this hour as we study thy precious word together that we would love to tell the story of all the truth that is in Jesus Christ. And we pray in his precious name. Amen. We turn to Ephesians 4:15. We remember that this is our theme verse for a season. But speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head, even Christ. And I think especially of this phrase, but speaking the truth in love. And then I would like us to go back to Isaiah chapter 40. And read the first eleven verses. This is often called the introduction to the last part of Isaiah. We want to read these verses together. Comfort, O oh comfort my people, says your God. Speak kindly to Jerusalem and call out to her that her warfare has ended, that her iniquity has been removed, that she has received of the Lord's hand double for all her sins. Why don't you just read it? Okay. Verse 3. A voice is calling. Clear the way for the Lord in the wilderness. Make smooth in the desert a highway for our God. Let every valley be lifted up, and every mountain and hill be made low. Let the rough ground become a plain, and the rugged terrain a broad valley. Then the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all flesh will see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, Call out. And then I answered, What shall I call out? All flesh is grass, and all its loveliness is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades when the Spirit of the Lord blows upon it. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God stands forever. Get yourself up on a high mountain, O Zion, bearer of good news. Lift up your voice mightily, O Jerusalem, bearer of good news. Lift it up, do not fear. Say to the cities of Judah, Here is your God. Behold, the Lord God will come with might, with his arm ruling for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his recompense before him. Like a shepherd, he will tend his flock, In his arms he will gather the lambs and carry them in his bosom. He will gently lead the nursing youths. 
Our brother Richard spoke recently upon this matter of speaking the truth in love. And he shared a very wonderful word for all of us to hear. And I was caught by this and want to share some more upon this theme of speaking the truth in love. We're talking about the growing up of the body of Christ. And it necessitates speaking the truth in love. As our brother pointed out, it means we should speak truthfully with one another. But it also means more than that. It means that as we speak the truth of the Lord with one another, we grow in maturity. And I would like to use Isaiah this morning to show some of the most basic understanding of speaking the truth in love. Now what happens when truth and love meet together? You have good news. That's the gospel. Gospel means good news. Good news is whenever you hear the truth with love. Our whole gospel is that God loved us so that He sent Jesus Christ as the way and the truth and the life for us. Now we receive the truth by hearing it. And if you noticed as we read in Isaiah chapter 40, in these eleven verses, we heard four voices from heaven. And each voice brought good news. Each voice brought the gospel. Each voice was filled with love. Now we should share the gospel with one another. Oh, but you say, no, 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 the gospel is just for people who aren't saved. Ah, but that's why I read you the last verse that we sang. I love to tell the story. Uh, 593, if you want to look. Because this should be our experience as Christians. Verse 4 says, I love to tell the story for those who know it best. For those who know it best seem hungering and thirsting to hear it like the rest. Now it's true that we're Christians, thank God. But we still hunger and thirst to hear the gospel. And we know when our brother Paul speaks of the gospel, he does not mean it in a narrow definition of just the gospel of how to get saved. Paul says the whole counsel of God is the gospel that he preaches. So how to be saved, that's gospel. How to become holy, that's gospel. How to be filled with the Spirit, that's gospel. How to be fellowshipping as the church, that's the gospel. All that Paul shared was good news. Why? Because it was the truth in love. And so we see in Isaiah 40 four voices of the gospel. 
Now I want us to do three things with this. First, we need to hear these voice of the gospel. Have you heard these four voices? And then we need to see this voice of the gospel in Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ is God's voice speaking to us the good news. And then third, he said, we must learn to speak this truth in love, this gospel. Because we as Christians on earth are to be now the voice of the gospel all the world. So now first, we must hear the four voices. The first voice is in verses 1 and 2. Second verse, uh, voice is in verses 3 through 5. The third voice from heaven is in verses 6 through 8. And then the fourth voice that speaks is verses 9 through 11. May we hear these voices. Let's look again at the first voice. Comfort, oh comfort my people, says your God. Speak kindly to Jerusalem and call out to her that her warfare has ended, that her iniquity has been removed, that she has received of the Lord's hand double for all her this is the first gospel voice. It's the gospel of God's love. He says to people who are weary, to those who are heavy laden with sin, be comforted. The war has ended. God is no longer your enemy. He's your loving father. He has taken away all your iniquity. Your sins have been paid for. Do you remember when that gospel voice came to your heart? Isn't that the wonderful story of Jesus and His love? Notice what it says there in, at the beginning of verse 2. Speak kindly to Jerusalem. Now, I don't know what it says in the Chinese Bible. Literally, it actually says, Speak to the heart. Isn't that wonderful about the gospel? Now, most of us here, because you're Chinese, you're much, much too smart. Your brain is this big, your heart's only this big. When God speaks the gospel, He speaks to our heart. says, Speak to the heart. Peace. The war is over. So many people think God is angry with them. God is fighting them. But here is the gospel. No more fights. God has been satisfied. His righteousness has been satisfied. Your sins have been taken away. What? My sins taken away. Many people who are seeking after God. They think they have to do something more holy in order for God maybe to stop being angry. But what does the gospel say? Just as I am without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me. And that thou bids me come to thee. O Lamb of God, I come. 
Oh, you and I were so restless. Jerusalem is the picture here. Jerusalem By the time this gospel came to Jerusalem, Jerusalem was weary from battle. Every great empire attacked Jerusalem. She was weary from war and attack. Jerusalem had been destroyed by Babylon. And she was in, in rubble. She was rebuilt but in weakness. Oh, oh Jerusalem, Jerusalem, so weary. And then a voice came. Comfort my people. So no more war. The war is over. The sins are forgiven. Iniquities have been paid for. That's the first voice of the gospel. When it comes to your heart, you remember when it came to your heart. You were so anxious, so weary, so cast down. Then God came and said, You see Jesus? He died for you. I love you. Come to me. The first voice of the gospel. But then we hear another voice. Listen, verse 3. A voice is calling. Wait a minute. Now there's another voice in this salvation. And what does this voice say? Prepare ye the way of the Lord in the wilderness. Make smooth in the desert a highway for our God. Let every valley be lifted up, every mountain and hill be made low. Let the rough ground become a plain and the rugged terrain a broad valley. Then the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all flesh will see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Now you come to Jesus. Your heart is comforted. Jesus said, Come to me, all ye that are weak and heavy laden. I will give you rest. But, but then, as a Christian, a second voice comes to you. A voice calls out Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Who is that voice? It's the Spirit of Holiness. He dwells in you. And He's telling you that He is going to prepare your life in holiness. He's going to prepare a way so the Lord can come back in the glory. And all flesh will see together the glory of the Lord. Now this is the truth in love. We are saved in holiness. As soon as you're saved, you hear the voice of the upward call. Our life is pictured here in this verse. In some way, our life is a wilderness. It's very rough wilderness. It's a very arid wilderness and there cannot be much fruitfulness. And there's all kinds of hills of pride. And there's also all kinds of valleys of insecurity. Uh, uh, 
Amen. Okay. <laughs> you see, we are very complicated ground. What does the Spirit say? Prepare for the Lord to come in your life. He will take those hills and He'll knock them down. You know, the king has to go on a level road. You and I, when we travel, we may have to go up the mountain. Not the king. King goes on a level road. If there's any mountain of pride in the way, our pride, well, our pride must be cut down. Because they prevent the Lord from coming through us. But you know, the same people who have a lot of pride also have a lot of insecurity and fear and things like that. Now these holes must be filled in by the grace of God. And we have many rough places. Now how do we know that? Because we're in the body of Christ together. And you are sister sandpaper. And I am brother sharp edge. Now we're rough. But the Lord is going to make the rough places smooth. And the arid places, He's going to make beautiful valley of fruitfulness. Now, now isn't this wonderful? You have a new life. Now your life is no more than watch television. Just to eat food. Just to make money. Your life has this call. Prepare a way for God. He's coming again. And He's coming to you. The valleys, the hills, the rough places, all must be dealt with. Our God is a holy God. Here's good news. You are no longer dirty. You're a new creation. You're God's chosen and sanctified one. Have you ever heard that voice? In your heart? Prepare your life for the Lord. This is the highest calling. The call to holiness. Now that's part of the gospel, isn't it? Did not Jesus say, take up your cross and follow me? This is how we go through the wilderness. By the way of the cross. That's the truth in love. But wait, now there's a third voice. What is this voice? We read the verses here. It says in verse 6, A voice says, Call out. But then I answer, What shall I call out? Now the Christian comes to a crisis. What is the crisis? We're saved by grace. And we sense our high calling. But we soon realize that we cannot live the Christian life. Our flesh is like grass. Beautiful today, it's burnt up tomorrow. We want to serve God. But we fail so many ways. And so when we hear the voice say, now cry out. 
当我们听到说你要呼喊出来, we, we are afraid to cry out. Why? Because we know what we're like. We, we, we say, how can I say, I'm safe, praise God, tell other people when they know that I am still so rough. 他说我怎么样这个喊叫，然后传福音哦，大家都知道我其实很多很多怯怯。But now listen to the gospel. Here's what it says. Verses seven and eight.第七节第八节，The grass withers, the flower fades when the breath of the Lord blows upon it. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God stands forever. 草壁枯干，花壁凋谢，因为耶和华的气吹在其上，百姓啊，呃，虽然是草，草壁枯干，花壁凋谢，唯有我们神的话必永远立定。There is a crisis in the Christian life.在基督徒的生活里会有一个转捩点。Paul put it this way.这些危机，保罗保罗说，I see that in my flesh dwells no good thing. I want to serve the Lord, but I fail.我愿意去侍奉神，但是我总是失败。I want to keep the laws, but I sin.但我愿意遵守律法，但是我犯罪。Oh wretched man that I am.他说我何等可怜的人呢？Just some withered up grass.我只不过是这个会枯干的草。You know, this is one of the parts of becoming a Christian.所以成为基督徒，这是一部分。we see what man is really like. How sinful we really are. You can't hide it any longer. You're weak. You're a failure. We all are. But then a word comes. What does that word say? The word of God endures forever. What a contrast. This grass that fades this word forever.就是你看到这样何等的对比，这个会枯干的草，这是永远立定的话。Now here's the crisis.这个呃，危机是什么呢？Who are you going to trust, grass or the word of God?你要把你的信任放在什么身上呢？是在草上呢，还是神的话？The word of God says you're a new creation in Christ Jesus. 这个危机就告诉神的话说，我们是在神里，呃，我们是在基督里是一个新的造的人。But you look at the grass, you say, "Ah, doesn't look very new to me."这个看到草呢，就觉得好像没有那么新吧。Or do you believe the word of God?还是你相信神的话？You are a new creation.你的确是一个新造的人。You've been reconciled with God, the word says.他说你与神和好了。While we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through Jesus Christ.当我们还是神的敌人的时候，我们借着耶稣基督，我。but you look at the grass and you say, I feel like I'm still fighting with God. I feel like He doesn't love me. Now, are you going to believe the grass or are you going to believe the Word of God that endures forever? The Christian learns the gospel truth. As it says in Hebrews chapter 12, if we're going to run the race, we need to look away from ourselves, from the world, and we need to look unto Jesus. He is the one running ahead of us. And by His word, He will fulfill everything He spoke. He says, He has made you a son of God. And you are destined for glory. Are you looking at the grass? You see any glory in the grass? Now, some of you spent a half hour in front of the mirror trying to make the grass look glorious this morning. Okay, grass looks pretty for a little time. But God is going to make us glorious. That's what His Word says. Now, who are you going to trust? I hope you don't trust grass. But you must believe 
the word of God. And so this third gospel voice that comes to you is the, the voice of the word of God. First the voice of comfort and salvation. Then the voice of the Spirit unto sanctification. And then the word of God coming into you. Now abide in the word of God. And let his word abide in you. And God will be able to transform you from glory to glory. And he will change the corruptible into the incorruptible. Is that good news? That's the truth in love. It's the gospel. But wait, there's yet one more voice. We read it in verse 9. The voice says, Get yourself up on a high mountain, O Zion, bearer of good news. Lift up your voice mightily, O Jerusalem, bearer of gospel. Lift it up, do not be afraid. Say to the cities of Judah, Here is your God. 好,啊對,yes,okay.那,我的wonderful and tell others. Speak up, don't be afraid. Here's what you say. Here is your God. Now isn't that the most wonderful gospel that anybody could share in this world? This whole world is looking for God. They can't find this God. But you have been given the message in your heart. Now don't be afraid. Speak up. Here is your God. Do you know what happens when you say, Here is your God? What happens? Maybe the person says, well, I don't see God. But the Spirit begins to show them God. Maybe in your life. I have told many of you, but I was saved when I was 20 years old. And actually, it was through many different people that I heard the gospel and was saved. But there was one very simple brother. He drove a delivery truck. He had such a smile on his face. He kept telling me, Jesus loves you. Then he says, the Bible said, I said, I don't listen to the Bible. He says, ah, but God still loves you even if you won't listen to the Bible. And whenever he said that, I sensed twice. Why does this guy have such uh, strength to be nice to me when I'm being so bad to him. He was just being a faithful witness. He doesn't have to prove God. You don't have to prove God. All you have to do is say, Here he is. Tell him. Tell them about Jesus. Do you see what he tells them? He says the Lord is coming back. He's coming back with a reward. He's coming back as the arm of God. He's coming back to shepherd his people. We have a gospel to share. There are many sheep without a shepherd. Just say, here he is. Would you like to know the shepherd? Let's pray. Here he is. And many unbelievers, they pray, and then suddenly they feel the shepherd. Being a witness of the gospel is the most amazing miracle. 
You don't have to be a scholar. You don't have to be a speaker. You don't have to be a great Bible student. Because you've got something the world is looking for. You're walking with God. And people can tell it. And all you have to say is, here is your God. Oh, what a wonderful gospel. The four voices of the gospel. Now my first question to you this morning. Have you heard all four of these voices? The call to come and be comforted. You are reconciled with God. Have you heard that voice? Have you heard the voice of the Spirit saying to you, Prepare ye the way of the Lord? There's no time for laziness. The Lord is sanctifying His bride. Have you heard the third voice? The word of God abiding in you. It says when the word of God abides in you, you can overcome the evil one. Oh, it's so important to believe and to trust and to read and to know His precious word. And have you heard the fourth voice? Go out and tell others. Maybe, maybe somebody you go to school with. Maybe somebody you work with. Everybody doesn't stand on the street corner by the library and preach the gospel. But you can tell your neighbor. You know this old gospel, uh, Negro Spiritual. Uh, you know this one, go tell it on the mountain? One verse says this. If you cannot preach like Peter, if you cannot pray like Paul, then go and tell your neighbor, he died to save us all. Go tell it on the mountain. This is from this verse. Get up on the mountain. Say, Here is your God. Now, have you heard that voice? Praise God. We love to tell this story. But now I think you all know. That Jesus was the fulfillment of this voice. This voice spoke to Isaiah's heart 700 years before Jesus was born. But when Jesus was born, the Word became flesh. And all that was prophetic could be so we come to the first voice. We might ask the question. Because the voice tells us your sins are forgiven. Your iniquities have been paid for. Well, we say, well, thank you very much, but who did it? Who did it? Who made this gospel word come to us? Jesus our Savior. He died on the cross. And now our sins have been forgiven. Our God is satisfied. We have been reconciled to God even while we were enemies. And now we have peace. Oh, wonderful peace. It's because Jesus came. He was the voice of comfort. You remember when he was on earth, how he comforted the poor and the sick and the sinner. Oh, what a wonderful Lord. So many sinners thought they were fighting against God. You remember Zacchaeus, the sinner man tax collector. 
这个福音就是他的死。What a wonderful fulfillment in Jesus. Isaiah was given prophetic vision to see that there would come a redeemer. That he would be a suffering servant. Oh, Isaiah longed to know who it was. And then Jesus came. And everything makes sense. And we understand why our sins can be forgiven. But then wait, a second voice. Again, fulfilled through Jesus Christ. Now all, all of you who are Bible students know that this passage, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, was speaking about John the Baptist. 这个读圣经的人都知道说，这个预备神的道路，这是说到施洗约翰。He came to prepare the way for Jesus to come.他预备神的道路，主的道路，主耶稣就可以来了。Spoke the gospel of the kingdom and said, repent and believe.他就说到这个呃国度的福音，就是你们要悔改。Someone is coming.有人要来了，You must be prepared.你要预备好。And then Jesus came.然后耶稣来了。and he began to prepare the way for the kingdom. He went to all of those broken and lost sinners and he lifted them up from the valleys. And he spoke to all the proud and cut them down by the truth of the word of God. He took those lepers whose skin was literally rough and unlovely and turned them into white as snow. Now we must never forget. John the Baptist came as the voice in the wilderness. But Jesus came and fulfilled the way for us. Jesus came to prepare a way for us. And it's Jesus' death and resurrection and ascension. That enables us to walk in a higher way. Jesus is the voice calling to us now. Even now, as our husband preparing his bride, he says, Repent. Clear the way for my life. I am coming again. Be ready. Wonderful. And then we have the third voice. You remember that's when the word of God that endures forever comes to us. And John tells us very clearly that Jesus was the word of God made flesh. Everything that Jesus spoke came into reality. And when Jesus came down, the glory of the Lord could be seen. Jesus himself, he said he did not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the Father's mouth. He taught us how to live by the word of God. Oh, Jesus is the living word for us now. So the writer to Hebrew says, Now in the last days, God has spoken to us in His Son. 
神借着他的儿子对我们说话。And Jesus also fulfilled the fourth voice when he came. 然后神主也满足了这个第四个声音。And what does that voice say? 第四个声音说到什么？When Jesus stood there in front of people, 当耶稣站在大家面前的时候，What could he say? 他说他能说什么呢？Here is your God. 他说神就在这。Have you seen me, Philip? You have seen the Father. 他说：“菲利亚，你看到我，你就看到父神。”And just when Jesus came into the presence of people, they suddenly saw God. 当耶稣来到这些人们当中，他们就看到神。What did they see? 他们看到什么？A God full of grace and truth. 他们看到这个神是充满了恩典，充满了真理。The truth and love. 就是充满了真理，充满了爱。That was right there in front of them. 就在他们的眼前。And that truth saved. 然后这个这个。真理就能拯救。And that truth opened the eyes. 这个真理就打开了眼睛。这个真理就带了神。So now we have heard the voice. 我们听到了这个声音。Now we have seen the voice in Jesus. 我们看见了这个声音在耶稣基督里。Now one more thing. 还有一件事情。We are to be the voice. We are to be those heralds who speak this voice into the world. Now you see we stand on the other side of Calvary. We know that all these things regarding salvation and the good news have been fulfilled through Jesus Christ. But now it's time for us to speak all four voices. To one another. And to the world around us. Now, do you want to speak the truth and love to one another? It's fine to ask how you're doing, how's your cold. What did you have to eat last night? But if you want to build up your brother and sister, give them a piece of gospel. The truth and love. And you'll see them next week, they'll be a little taller. Because you gospeled. Now you spoke substance. So much of what is called Christian fellowship is like cotton candy. It looks good, but you take it and it melts in your mouth. So you say, where did it go? Ah, but if we share some good uh, rice with one another. Ah, especially sticky rice. Ah, now we grow. Now we share gospel with one another. The gospel of comfort. It's ours to comfort our brothers and sisters. When somebody is struggling, say, psst, psst, peace be still. What are we? What does Paul say we are? Listen, you have a very important title. Now I want you all to go out, buy a backpack, and put this title on the back. Ambassador of Reconciliation. You're an ambassador. And uh, you have important things to tell people. There's a famous, world famous theologian. Great Lutheran theologian. His mind was this big. I've read his books, I don't understand them. But every Friday after he was through at the university, he loved to go down to the jail in that town. And he would go talk to the prisoner. And he would say, God is not fighting you. You've been reconciled to God through Christ. Be comforted. He has paid your debt. And the prisoners 
looked more forward for him coming every week. There's a lot of anxious, busy, fearful people. But thank God that's not you. You are happy. You're full of joy. You have peace. The war is over. And you're ambassador. You say, I come representing the kingdom of God. The war is over. God loves you. He proved it in Jesus. Will you be such an ambassador? Or you don't know what you have in you. It's a precious treasure. May you be faithful to share with people who need that rest. But then, it's ours to say, if we're going to speak the full gospel, we need to preach gospel to one another. What gospel is that? A gospel of holiness. Take up the cross, deny yourself, follow Him. Consider your calling. You have a high calling. And we need to be fellowshipping the truth and love with one another. Along the way of sanctification. It's the Spirit who transforms us. It's the Spirit that transforms our self-life and replaces it with the life of Christ. Speak that gospel to one another. Don't you know many Christians who are discouraged? They think they're such a miserable sinner. You've got some good news. Christ dwells in you. He is no miserable sinner. Your old man is dead. But now, your new man is pursuing Christ. This is our message. This is our sharing with one another. And then the third thing. Oh, thank God we have those who can share the abiding word of God when we are saved, we're like a Christian balloon. We are saved, but we have a lot of hot air. Always bouncing up and down, up and down. I'm doing good, I'm doing bad. I'm going to heaven, I'm going to the ground. But, if you put the word of God, a Bible, and you attach it to the balloon, and the balloon gains some weight, stays right there. And how we need the living and abiding Word of God. Share the Word of God. Let me ask you, do you know any brother or sister who's looking at their grass? They see themselves as grass. Oh, miserable man. Oh, I just can't pray. I open my Bible, I fall asleep. I'm just grass. You come to them with the word of God. Tell them the truth. You're a new creation. You live by the Spirit of God. In your heart, you love the word of God. Now maybe your flesh doesn't like the word. But your heart loves the word. Now who are you going to live by? I'll let the word of God abide in you. We have a lot of uh, renewing to do in our mind. We have the grassy mind. You don't want that Thai food. It's all got grass in it. You want the mind full of the word of God. This is faith. You must believe for the rest of your life, you must believe by faith God is doing what He says. Whether you feel like it, 
如果你有这样的感觉，or you look in the mirror, all you see is grass。或者你看镜子，你只是看到草。Believe the word of God。相信神的话。And then the fourth thing。What a wonderful opportunity。这是何等美好的机会。Now you notice who's being called。你知道看见谁？Zion。德州呼召是西安。Jerusalem。耶路撒冷。That's the church。这就是教会。That's us together。这就是我们一起。And we're to stand up。我们要一起站起来。With a testimony。我们有见证。What's that testimony？这见证是什么？ here is your God. Dear brothers and sisters, one of the things we desire the most of our gathering together here is that when people would come in our midst, they could find God. That in our midst there'd be a testimony, a bearing of witness of our Savior. And when people come in the midst, they're convicted in their heart. I have found God. This is such a proclamation to make. And we as an assembly are far from perfect. We're far from mature. Far from perfect. But we have this testimony. Here is your God. And when they look, 看到你们的神, they can see the shepherd. Look at that verse 11 one more time. How beautiful is the shepherd when he's in his body. Like a shepherd, he will tend his flock. In his arms, he will gather the lambs, carry them in his bosom, and gently lead the nursing lamb. Will you go the gospel way? Will you be God's voice in this world? I know there's some special servants. There are those ambassadors and evangelists who can say to the world, Peace, you've been reconciled to God. We know there are those with a prophetic burden, praying for the church, prepare for the coming of the Lord. And we know there are those teachers, who would uh, place the precious word of God into our hearts that can transform us. But every one of us has now become a voice. As we stand together, as we come and gather and share testimony, we say, here is your God. And even with that, we pray for the Lord Jesus to come. So we gather on the Lord's day to do that. But during the week, hear a voice. You have something precious. And part of this sharing the truth and love that helps us grow is when we become those who sow the seed. Jesus was the sower who went out to sow seed into the kingdom. But now he has called us to sow the word of God. He that goes forth bearing precious seed and weeping shall doubtless come again rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. The four voices, gospel voices, when truth and love meet together, we have something wonderful to tell. Part of our growing up and maturing is to faithfully become part of that voice. Will you share? Together we can share. Strengthen each other. No more cotton candy. Sticky rice. We share Christ with one another. Those of you here, you're nervous, you're fearful, be comforted. 
那些在我们当中你有一些紧张，有一些害怕，你要得到安慰。Comfort, comfort my people. 安慰我的百姓，安慰我的百姓。Speak to their hearts. 对他们的心说话。The war is over. 这个战争已结束了。You may have a war with God. He has no war with you. 你也许跟神有战争，他跟你没有战争。Jesus is the peacemaker. 耶稣是这个和平平和这个和安和好的人。Come to Jesus and rest. 来到耶稣面前，你们得到。May the Lord lead us on in holiness. 但愿主在圣洁里带带领。In all of these wonderful gospel truths. 啊，这些福音的真理里。May we hear the voice from every corner. 我们能听各样的角落的声音。Just like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. 马太、马可、路加。Each each one spoke a voice. 一每一个人他们都分享不同的这个声音。Matthew was the fourth voice here. Here is your king. 马太是第四个声音说你的王。Mark was the second voice. Prepare ye the way. 马可说你们预备神神的羔羊。Luke was the first voice. 路加是第一个声音。Be comforted, my people. The Savior has come. 安慰得着安慰，因为救救赎主来了。John was the third voice. 约约翰是第三个声音。The Word of God has become flesh and dwelt among us. 神的话成为肉身。Each of us has a voice to speak. 我们每一个人都有个声音可以说。Whether prophet or shepherd. Shepherd or evangelist or teacher. 我无论是我们是先知、教师、传福音。We are all witnesses. 我们都是见证人。Of the voice of salvation. 是这个是救恩的声音。We have seen God's voice in Jesus. 我们看见神的声音就是在耶稣基督里。Now we say. 然后我们现在说。Here is your God. 看呐、啊，你的神。May the Lord help us. To be faithful. To 但愿主让我们能够对他的话忠心。Let's have a few prayers. 我们有一些祷告结束我们的聚会。